You're listening to Bitcoin and Markets. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ansel Linder, and this is Bitcoin and Markets, episode 12. Today, I'm just going to give a rundown of the current events out there in Bitcoin and in world markets. Uh, My new website is up and running. Um, I'm going to have all the podcasts available there. You can listen to them there, get all the show notes and all the links. Also, I'm going to be starting to post some like news, you know, reposting news blogs, maybe writing a blog of my own and also uh, putting some featured images up there from uh, charts, also um, maybe some GIFs and uh, other things like that. So uh, be checking, be checking the website for that. That's bitcoinandmarkets.com. All right, let's get into the news items. Uh, the first and foremost, we need to talk about the halvening. Um, everybody, there's lots of, there's lots of talk about this. It's, it's all over Bitcoin. It's the only thing people are talking about really is this halvening that's coming up in a couple days from when I'm recording this. Uh, there's lots of watch parties out there. It's going to be a good time for a lot of people. Most of these watch parties aren't like presentations and stuff. It's going to be where you just have a drink with your buddies that like Bitcoin too. And so that's cool. Um, what exactly is the happening? Well, um, that is where the block reward is going to get cut in half. Um, it's Bitcoin's existence started with every 10 minutes to in, incentivize the miners to mine. They give them, they gave them 50 Bitcoins at the beginning, every block that they found. Now it's 25 because it, it already had a happening four years ago. Now it's going to have another happening down to 12.5 Bitcoins every block. So that's what the happening is. It's, it's unique in the monetary world. There's nothing else like it. I mean, the Fed should be jealous of this type of, you know, Bitcoin is stepping off of the gas pedal. So the Fed, the ECB, the Bank of Japan, they should be jealous of Bitcoin because Bitcoin is going to hit this and continue running. Uh, the economy is just going to grow. So I, I think it's a cool dichotomy there or a juxtaposition between the financial, the legacy financial system and Bitcoin. Uh, so what's going to happen to the price? Well, you know, a lot of people back when it was a couple months ago and it was back at four, $450, they're saying, oh, bit, the happening is priced in. It's all quote unquote priced in. The market is efficient. It's priced in. Well, of course it wasn't, right? And we saw it take off up to nearly $800 a Bitcoin. It has come down and today it's, it's coming down a little bit more today as well, but, um, it obviously wasn't priced in. I don't think anybody can really know what's going on. I've seen a lot of different, um, I saw this one, I'll have to find it and link it in the show notes, but I saw this one article where this guy, he said that the inflation rate's not what we think because there's so many lost coins. And then you also have Satoshi's coins that probably will never move. So the inflation rate is actually more now. And it's going to be less after the happening, which is very interesting. It, people don't, it's not a straight up like 21 million calculate the inflation rate. No, there's, there's all these other things in there that make it not able to be priced in logically at this time. Uh, also, you know, you have different behaviors of people. So miners, they probably were holding back coins from the market as a reserve. Uh, leading up the last couple months leading up to this happening. 
And I mean, I've, I've talked to a couple miners personally, and I've also got on the chat rooms and talked to a couple of the Chinese miners. And yeah, they all say, of course, that they're holding coins back as a reserve to kind of cushion this, uh, uncertainty going into the halvening. So maybe that's why we saw this big price jump from 450 to, uh, 750. I don't know, but will it, Will it change the future? Probably if, you know, after a couple of weeks after the halvening and their, their, um, uh, profitability is settling out, they're going to start releasing those coins. Um, of course, I think Bitcoin will be rallying at that point. So it'll kind of temper or, uh, keep the rally down to reasonable levels. But I, I, I do think the price will go up tempered by the release of these reserve coins that they were holding back. And who knows if they ever do, if the miners ever do release these coins, maybe that's just going to be a plus on their balance sheet for the future, maybe expanding their operations or something. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting going in. The supply is getting, or the new supply is getting cut in half. And I'm sure the legacy financial system is just looking at Bitcoin saying, why can't we do this? <laughs> Anyways, all right. So next up is going to be the block size debate is heating up. And this is an article um, that I found. It's by Kyle Torpy. He writes uh, lots of places, I think, but this one is from Bitcoin Magazine. And there was a there was a vicious little rumor started. Uh, somebody had posted on a Chinese chat forum about um, a hard fork. Like the Chinese were fed up with core supposedly and they were going to um, do this hard fork to two megabytes. <laughs> and uh, that started this huge hoopla on Reddit and Twitter and people were saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to we're going to take back this the we're going to take back Bitcoin from core. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it turned out to be total rumor, totally false. Uh, Kyle Torpy's piece here on Bitcoin Magazine. I'll link it in the show notes. It goes through it. Um, it it's just a silly, silly rumor. And you can see that this this argument is not dead. And now that Bitcoin has, I'll go over this in a second, Bitcoin has been making a lot of progress. Um, the block size debate will come back into the fore. But I we are in a position now to raise it. So moving on to that. the Bitcoin has activated a new soft fork. Uh, it's the CSV, which is Check, Sequence, Verify. Um, it incorporates three different BIPs into this one soft fork, and a BIP is a Bitcoin improvement proposal. That's how you change Bitcoin, is you can, anybody can propose a change, and then it gets worked on for a long time by a lot of people, because there's a lot of money involved, and uh, eventually it gets incorporated, it gets out there to the network to vote on if, if it passes and becomes consensus. It activates at a certain block, and that's what happened. It's a long, long process, but it's very, very secure process, um, and so it's it's worked so far. Um, so the CSV soft fork has activated a few days ago, or maybe it was last week already, and it shows that Bitcoin development is not stagnant. Um, th there's a lot going on, a lot going on, um, and not just from core. You know, there's a lot of people like the Lightning Network. There's uh, the Thunder Network. There's so many things being built on Bitcoin right now. It is very far from stagnant. Um, the only thing that these the the block size quote unquote debate is that this one tiny group of people. It's a very small minority. 
less than 5% of the, of the community really, really wants a hard fork. They really, really want to get away from core and who knows why. Maybe there's political reasons involved. I don't know, but, uh, they really want to get away from core and do this hard. They were using this hard fork two megabyte thing as a reason why. But, you know, up next for Bitcoin is going to be the Lightning Network. This this CSV and SegWit now are uh, making it possible for the Lightning Network to work. Um, SegWit should be getting uh, added and activated here in a near future. I don't know exactly where it is on this, um, um, the whole timeline for that. But up next will be Lightning Network and a hard fork to raise the block size limit. That is in the near future. Probably there will be a lot of news by the end of the year about those two things. Um, I say don't raise it to 2 megabytes. I say raise it to 20. With SegWit and a 20 megabyte block size, you're looking at 30 or 40 megabytes of block room, room inside the block to, to have transactions. And with the Lightning Network, you're going to add exponentially on top of that. So that should be enough to get... Uh, Bitcoin very, very, very competitive, if not the de facto solution for new applications, new innovation. No one's going to be innovating with PayPal anymore, people. PayPal's over. No one's going to be innovating with Western Union. No one's going to be innovating with Visa. Everybody and their mother is going to be innovating with Bitcoin and maybe Ethereum for a little while or some offshoots of Ethereum, but it is basically going to be Bitcoin. 95% of the new innovation in fintech is going to be Bitcoin, period, end of story. All right, so that's coming. I say go to 20 megabytes, just get it over with in one shot. We don't want to go through this hard fork thing in three or four years. Get a 20 megabyte block out there after we have all of these things figured out, right? After we have SegWit and we have the CSV activated, Lightning is coming along. We know how all this is going to evolve. Get that 20 megabytes out there. Let's do it. All right, last thing I want to talk about is the banks. And uh, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know that I've been talking about the Italian banks for a long time. Um, they, they're they in deep, deep shit. The Italian banks are on the verge of collapse. The British banks are on, they're not in good shape. Um, there's other things going on in Britain that I'll have to save for another podcast, but the Italian banks are looking horrible even the and, and there's tension throughout Europe uh, the prime minister of Italy even in a speech called out Deutsche Bank because everyone's blaming Italy as being irresponsible right just like they blamed Greece but they Italy doesn't want to be put under the foot the foot uh, or the boot of the troika right they are getting out in front of this and they are pointing fingers right back to Germany saying Deutsche Bank is the the most insolvent of us all and they look, look in the mirror, Germany, and he's using strong language back at Germany, back at the ECB. Um, like I said, they can't do a bailout. Well, cause d- due to the ECB rules, but they're probably going to. They're asking for exemptions. They probably won't get those exemptions and they'll probably do it anyway. Um, so, okay. So, uh, the Italian banks are looking bad. Their credit default swaps are now s- signaling a, a 67% or two thirds chance of default. Um, 
And now some new news out of Germany. Their, one of their banks, smaller banks, who has uh, 29 billion euros in assets, they are looking like they're going to need a bailout too. They have a lot of these shipping loans. And I told you in past episodes about the Baltic Dry Index, which is a measurement of trade or uh, maritime trade. Uh, it's at all-time lows, 95% below its all-time high, and uh, just keeps going down. I don't even... Honestly, I haven't looked at it a couple months. It, it might not even be kept up very much anymore because it was so low. Um, but a lot of these bad shipping loans are on Deutsche Bank's books and on their subsidiaries. And, and this Brennan uh, Landis Bank is the one that is looking really bad because they have a lot of percentage-wise of these shipping loans that, you know, the economy is just not moving. So all these loans are going bad. So look, look for those little banks to start falling off. Um, people, the, the banking cartels will consolidate bad loans, try to consolidate bad loans into a fall guy, into a fall bank. It looks like maybe Bundesbank or sorry, not Bundesbank. The, um, Deutsche Bank is going to be the fall guy here for the massive banks. They're going to try to use Bundesbank as the, the dirtiest shirt. Um, Italy tried doing something like that, by the way. Um, last year, they tried to consolidate a lot of their bad debt into a couple banks, and that it didn't work. Um, I don't think it it didn't get past the first couple phases of that that plan because they were looking for a fall guy too, right, within their own country. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Deutsche Bank and the Italian banks, Monte Paschi, I think it is Monte Paschi, the bank, they are in trouble. And watch for those bail-ins to be starting. Watch for the, as the economy turns over here, as the, even the stock market won't, won't stay afloat, people. It'll look good, but the bond market's 10 times as big as the stock market. And as the bond market goes, so does the economy. So yeah, the stocks could be relatively stable, but in reality, it's gonna, there's gonna be some massive inflation and the value of your stock is going to go down and the economy is tied more to bonds anyway. So anyway, that's, that's all the news I have. Oh, one more piece guys. The, there is a J Japanese big VC fund, Mitsubishi, uh, Japanese fund. They have invested in Coinbase now, $10 million. Um, I don't know why they would do that. Coinbase is their business model at this point. And their current business model is no bueno for the future. So I don't know what they're going to, what they're have up their sleeve or what else. Maybe they're hoping that Coinbase gets acquired by Visa or something, which would be a good move for Coinbase. But, um, I don't know. That's the, the business models of these companies are not going to jive with Bitcoin, at least right now. Um, and into the future. I mean, that's one of the things Bitcoin is going to, tumble all of these business models so these business models will have to be completely reworked to find where the value is um, coinbase is a merchant processor it's probably not going to be that great there's going to be a lot of open source libraries go out there to um, you know tie into a wallet that you can easily um, take payment on your website so Anyways, that's all I have for this week or this episode. Thanks for listening. My name is Ansel Linder. This is Bitcoin and Markets. We'll see you next time. Bye.
You've been listening to Bitcoin and Markets. Please like, subscribe, and we'll see you next time.